Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The Overcome and Conquer Show. Hey, welcome back to the Overcome and Conquer show. We were just rocking and rolling, ducking and weaving and 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 uh, defending ourselves because I think that may be a central theme of this show. Yeah, this this is this show should be called getting punched in the face really fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, punch me! <laughs> this I could be an interesting episode. Like you punch me in the face, just knock me the fuck yep. out. I always say this to this guy too. I always say, man, one of these days we got to actually meet up and I want you to punch me in the face really fucking hard. He's just like, okay. <laughs> so, but we'll get into who he is in yeah. here in a little bit, but we're, I would not want to get hit by ahead of ourselves. We are. I got excited. So yeah, actually we got an amazing guest guys. We always scour the globe. <laughs> Jesus. That's that sounded actually better than what really happens. But no, no, seriously, though, we we try and find amazing, entertaining and incredible people that have incredible stories. Yeah. And this next guest, obviously, is one of those individuals. I know those of you out there, you know, the Overcome and Conquer show is about individuals who have overcome incredible odds or have led or have truly established themselves as a subject matter expert in their industry. Yeah. And what's so great about this individual is I'm very good friends with this individual is he's known for one thing and then there's other things he has. We're going to talk about his passion and it's something that's near and dear to me. And, um, you know, so we're going to kind of have some fun, talk about what he's really good at, but then we're going to shift today, guys. So I, this is, this is a fun slash serious episode and I'm really excited to have him on board um, because some of you may not, you may only know one thing about him, right? Because a lot of people, just because the guy hits really hard, and he does this, people think he's just one dimensional. Well, he's also a father and he's also, he's multi-faceted, faceted. He's got, he's got, he's like an onion and we have to peel him back and we're going to do that. But I'm really excited um, for this. This mm. has been long overdue. I've been trying to get this guy on here probably for almost a year. And every time I, I try to get him up, he's like, I'm training, I'm here, I'm here. And he's just finally, um, he gave in. He was like, here, take my panties. I'll, I'll take it. Let's do this. <laughs> so I finally, he finally gave in. So let's do it. Let's, oh, without well further done. ado. Well yeah. done, working him over. Woo. So, all right, guys. Well, we're going to, obviously, every show we jump in right to the, uh, oh, no, Man, we I'm didn't introduce myself. Yet. Yeah, I didn't we're, even introduce We're, we're so excited so, to get to this story. I'm like, so, I'm a, I'm, hang on, let me, re, re, Ryan, can you rewind me? I need like a, <laughs> so, all right, guys. So it is my honor to introduce our next guest. And uh, I'll be honest, he is a man that can't be put into a box. Um, mainly because if you tried to put him in a box, he would whoop your ass and all your friends before yeah. they ever attempted to do it. He's got over four decades of martial arts mm -hmm. experience, over three decades of experience in the fitness industry, two decades working nightclub security. So basically, he is Roadhouse himself. Yeah, he's he is like an Dalton. uglier version of Patrick Swayze. Dalton. So, yeah, he's like Sam Elliott and Patrick Swayze rolled into one. Yeah, I love. That he's, more like, yeah, he's more like yeah, he's more like 
Sam Elliott. I'm looking at him right now. He is no fucking Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, guys, he is a uh, he spent 10 years traveling the globe, certifying men, men and women to become Krav Maga instructors. I actually want to talk to him because it's one of my bucket list things to uh, learn Krav Maga. Uh, he does seminars, rank testing. He is the only, and if th those that don't know out there, Krav Maga is a uh, is a very, very effective Israeli-designed combative system that was designed for the Israeli military. It is globally known. It is an incredibly effective uh, martial arts and uh, combat system. And our our guest is the only non-Israeli on the International Krav Maga Federation Instructors Team. He is currently part of the Instructor's Cadre at Rage Time LLC, Range Time LLC in Phoenix, Arizona, and he teaches mentality and movement, and these are tools to survive and thrive during violent encounters. Mm. It is my honor to introduce our friend and, <clears throat> and a spitting image and, uh, and uh, an ability <laughs> of Sam Elliott himself, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Marcus Torgerson, Roadhouse in the House. <laughs> and he, he oh, laughs. my God. All right, I'm leaving. That was the best intro ever. Nice knowing you guys. I'm out of here. Boom. Hey, you can record it and use it for other shows. I'm good. I love <laughs> Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Small residual to you guys. Yeah. We're so happy to have you. Absolutely. Uh, if Sam Elliott comes after you, I'm not really worried because you'll whoop his ass. Yeah. So I got to- Listen, as long as he does my voice messages from now on with that voice, I'll take oh, anything. I'll take oh, whatever he wants. That's well, a good thought. Sam Elliott has gone downhill because he's doing a fucking Doritos commercial now where his mustache does this caterpillar thing. Oh, I thought that was great. Come Dude, on. come on, yeah. man. You don't go from Roadhouse to, to doing Dorito commercials. He's like he, Enrique he does, Iglesias. $100,000. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to say. So quick question before we start. I've got I've to know something, okay? What's up? So Jason and I were in the Smurf crew. How tall are you? Five seven. Five seven. Because a lot of people I did too. I know how so tall you're you are. saying there's a chance. <laughs> I thought you were a lot taller <laughs> than you were. I get that too, yeah. but seriously, I thought you were like five nine to six foot. And no, then no, when no, no, yeah, no. but you pack a punch. So that's well, pretty dope. I can hit anybody in the throat as long as I can reach. See that? I like it. Well, and you know, that's a great thing about gravity. You know, you can hit them in the throat as they're coming towards you. You know, that's right. So, that's, I, uh, who was it that said, was it Einstein who created the, the theory of relativity? Whoever it was was fucking on the money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you, well, let's get into it. I'm ready. I mean, it. we got this guy. We got it's It's only been a year in the making. So uh, <laughs> let's start with the word of the day. Well, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, as with every Overcome and Conquer show, we always tee it off with the word of the day. The one word we reach out to our amazing guests and we say, what is the one word or phrase that captures the essence of who you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sent that to Marcus, and Marcus obviously responded back and said, this is who I am. So, Mr. Uh, Mr. Cash. Yeah, and then what we're going to do is, Marcus, after I read you the Web Webster's Dictionary uh, uh, version of it, you're going to tell us what it means and how it relates to you. So, without further ado, uh, we asked Marcus, and his response was, swim buddy. And that is, a swim buddy can be a close friend, spouse, or even a sibling who has been there um, for you during different times. A swim buddy holds you accountable um, and is not afraid um, to let you know they screwed up. A swim buddy is a sounding board during a crisis of or life-changing event. Man, that is a great definition. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to know I, I, is- you, Where did you find this? I, I mean, just, that's like straight out of like uh, sealswick.com or something. I know, it's legit. <laughs> I did. I went to Navy that's Seals right now. But 
what does it mean to you? Yeah, well, I mean, I like that, but I want you to give it to us in layman's terms. Well, I mean, a swim buddy is a person that you depend on, literally depend on to keep you accountable for your fuck ups, uh, push you up when you're when you're down. And a sounding board is a good way of just being there so that they don't make permanent solutions to temporary problems. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because you are just you're you hold a lot of people accountable. I know you on a personal level and you hold yourself very fucking accountable on many levels. And, you know, when you said the word, it really resonated with me. I was like, yeah, this is this is this is on point. So, um, well, obviously, I mean, it means a lot to us. Yeah. And swim buddy goes back to Bud's training. I mean, you know, you have that individual who you cannot be more than six feet away from anybody at any time going through training. And oftentimes you uh, get assigned to uh, one individual and they end up being your swim buddy the entire training. Uh, It just becomes that person that you're going through. That's just got uh, a little weird. Ray just held my hand. Um, well, it's good though. Mm. Listen, do you know? And and real quick, so I I met Jason Redman at a gala uh, about two years ago, I think, in Dallas, and he was speaking about. Now, Jason, you probably won't remember me, but yeah, you were talking about the brain and donating brain and mm. how we're losing so many people, right? And we're losing so many people a lot of the times because they don't reach out for whatever reasons. I'm not going to hold judgment. So it's our job as their buddies to reach out and be like, listen, how are you doing? And when you hear I'm fine, you know what I call bullshit and, and, and getting to them before they do something that's going to just pass their pain on to someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and the swim buddy, you know, David Rutherford, you had him on, right? Right. Had him on. Now, if it wasn't for David Rutherford, I'll tell you right now, I would not be on this show in front of you guys right now. And that's a fact. Nine years ago, I got introduced to his book and his book completely switched my verbiage and my way of thinking on, on, on a million and two things. I didn't know what a fucking swim buddy was. I didn't know what negative insurgency was or anything like that. And if it wasn't for him, I'm telling you right now, I would never be in front of you guys right now, ever. Uh, big shout awesome. out to uh, shout out to Rut. Big shout out so, to Rut. Fuck yeah. The wild man himself. So, so, you know, let's dive into it, man. I mean, because we, we only got you for a little bit of let's time. Let's go. The water's let's, warm. Let's go. Right. The water's warm. Let's right. dive in. Right. So, who is Marcus Torgerson? Like, not beyond beyond Krav McGraw expert. Beyond, beyond my beyond incredible on, intro. Yeah, we want to know yeah, who yeah. Skill Set okay. Magazine and all the stuff we're going to talk about. Who Who yeah. is the real Marcus Torgerson? That's what I think people want to know. Marcus Torgerson is a ongoing project of mayhem and in my head, mayhem and disorder, uh, fucked up more times than I've done good. And someone who knows that, uh, living in the past is not going to help me fucking get any further into the future. Mm. Amen. And uh, yeah, the good news is it's never too late. That's right. I mean, for anyone. And I think that's what's amazing. I mean, you look at all your successes and I think so many people out there, I mean, that's, that's a great point. So many people out there see individuals and they go, Oh my God, that individual is so successful, but they don't know the the demons that they have in their head. They don't know the path they've walked. They don't know the hardships that they deal with day in and day out. Um, you know, I think that's such a great point. And man, that's an awesome description of yourself. Mm. Wow. 
I think I think you said it really well. And the fact that we live in a society now that they look at numbers like somebody has 40,000 followers or this person is doing this or this workout. this. And you know what? There's a lot of people that are really fucking miserable once they stop pressing uh, the send button. Yeah. And yeah. that that's what hurts my that's mm-hmm. what kills me. So, you know, we talk about accountability. Well, and, you know, I'm sorry, I've got notes here because I didn't want to fuck up this opportunity. But Jason, in your book of the Trident, the whole thing I got about that was about transparency and honesty and about your fuck ups. And if we can't be honest about our fuck ups, then how are we supposed to learn and how are we supposed to pass that information on to others so that when they fuck up, which they're going to, that they know that it's not the end of the world. Yeah, absolutely. That it's never too late. It's never too late to come back and learn from those mistakes, those mm. problems. I mean, you know, everybody has them. I, I'll be honest, man, watching the world, uh, it's just crazy right now. And I, I feel like probably one of the greatest things that could happen to us is if a massive EMP was set off that yeah. destroyed all electronics in the globe. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. just started over. Yeah, we, people yeah. learn how to communicate with each other and learn how to you learn how to say, hey, you know, uh, it's hey, called man. childhood for all of us again. That's what it would be called because <laughs> we're all around the same age. Fucking the member. You remember the old rotary phones? You'd have to call something. You fuck the number oh, up and like God. the last that you start all over, you know, but like, and you never, never forgot anybody's phone number. No, nope. remembered 400 people's phone numbers. Yep. No problem. Yeah, now, I can't even remember my own phone. Exactly. Number. No kidding, man. I have to look up my kids numbers when I need them. I, I mean, love how shit shit like. Back in the day, the only reason I passed buds is because I got lost all the time. Because and I, used I was, to have to because ask I was there. The now, only reason he yeah. passed buds is because I was there. Now you and the only the, reason he passed buds is because he carried me and I whispered yeah, in his ear everything back. that he needed to do. <laughs> no, Ray, squat now. No, Ray, pick up the boat. No, Ray, do a push-up. No, hey. Ray, you're going the wrong way. Hey, you're the pretty, you're the pretty one on the strong one. We'll go with that. I love it. I love it. So... Yeah, man, it is so true. And I appreciate that, Marcus, for the shout out. But man, I have uh, I've probably screwed up more than I've been successful, more than I've done right in my life. But I've learned from it. And I mean, that really I mean, people always ask me, you know, it is about it is about that fundamental thing overcoming. So you, though, have gone down this path. What led you down the road of, Mm. of martial arts? I mean, because I have a buddy, I have a friend who just earned his black belt in Krav Maga. And he oh, has right studied on. for 30 years. He, uh, he, wow. uh, so, uh, so I know it is not, I know it is a very hard process to get to that yeah. level. So what led you down that road and, and to achieve the highest levels? I mean, what an honor to be recognized. I mean, Israelis, they don't screw around, man. They're like, no. you're either one of us or you're yeah. not. Or you're so not. for them to call yeah. you into their inner circle, that's a huge, yeah. huge honor. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, martial arts is easy because I was 10 years old and get my ass kicked just like everybody else. That's it's simple. Um, and the martial arts I learned didn't exactly save my life. I just got an ass kicking a lot harder, uh, but at least I could still continue do my training. But Krav Maga was 15 years ago because I just wanted to be a student. Like I just had fed up being an instructor. I just wanted to be a student. And happenstance, circumstances, whatever you want to call it, basically said, no, that's not the path you're going to go to. You're going to have to become an instructor. And a very, very long story, very, very short, things happened where I ended up in Israel for 30 days uh, doing my instructor course with my instructor, just me and him. And the significance of that is huge because in the 40 years he's been teaching, he hadn't before and he hasn't since ever done that. So, you know, call it what you want. It was meant to be. Um, And then train, train, train. And I 
get this opportunity to travel the globe doing this gig, impacting many, many different lives and seeing so much of the world um, was, a, was a gift that I could never, ever be thankful enough for. Now, here's a question. When this, when you got this certification and because, you know, you've achieved a lot, was there any backlash, you know, because you're the only person who's done this. I mean, this is new. Like you're a plank owner. I mean, was there, were people um, giving you shit about this? Yeah. Were there Israelis who said, yeah, you know, hey, you should, you should, why did you bring this guy? Yeah. Um, well, if they did, they sure as fuck didn't have the balls to say it to my face. <laughs> Figured. Boom. <laughs> Love Marcus. <laughs> and I'm I'm not calling you up for already before I get punched in the fucking face. I just want to know because, you know, yeah. when people yeah. step up and they're plank owners, right? You know, yeah. the new oh, yeah, something, there's, there's always there's, someone there's, who's got something to say. Yeah. And why did well, this coach pick you? Why you? Well, I don't, I really, I don't know. Well, his, his words were um, that it wasn't about the Krav Maga. It was about what else I bring when I teach. Mm-hmm. And that part, I can't deny. I, 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 I humbly have to sit there and be like, Oh, I don't know. But the truth is, is any fucking person can teach Krav Maga. Krav Maga is the easiest system in the world. But can you bring the best out of an individual knowing full well that everybody's got different abilities, mm-hmm. right? If I train Jason and Jason's going to be different than Susie down the street, I don't just teach them the same way. That's not possible. It's not good for them. So I need to find out what I need to do to bring out the best out of them so that they can survive and thrive. But more importantly, you're about to go and teach people. You better be really fucking good at this. And I have to find your ability and how to teach somebody. So that's why I think you picked me because I just have a unique ability to be able to do that. Hmm. So Marcus, let's take a step back. A lot of people out there, they don't, you know, they know some of the standard martial arts, uh, you know, karate, jiu-jitsu, yeah. jiu-jitsu yeah. you know, Muay Thai, wrestling. Yeah. But uh, e- even producer Ryan volunteered and said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with Krav Maga. And I know there's a lot of our listeners out there also. Uh, can you tell us about the system? What makes it unique? And, yeah. uh, and how did you stumble upon it? Right. Okay. So the, Krav Maga is like, remember those books, Idiot's Guide to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, Idiot's still, Guide to Car- I read a lot of them all the time. Read one on <laughs> yeah, podcasting, yeah. Idiot's Guide yeah. to Podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> See? Okay, so Ryan, you'll know what I'm talking about then. So Krav Maga is the Idiot's Guide to Dealing with the Shitheads in the World. Um, it, is, it, is made, it was made originally so that Israeli soldiers could learn hand-to-hand combat, that they could... Uh, uh, replicate those movements under stress, not like a week, a month, a year, but usually fucking two days. You learn something and boom, you're over uh, 400 or 500 feet away. There's a war going on. You're having to do this shit in real life. And it's learned through blood. There's a lot of dead people as a reason of what didn't work. And it took a long time to get to where we are now. And it's, it is based on natural reflexes and everybody is, is the same. There's no difference between the two handsome bastards in front of me, myself, or Mary Sue down the street. We all have the same reactions. So it's getting those reactions, learning very simplistic movements that you can replicate right away, doing a, uh, the most effective amount of damage possible and getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, That's Krav Maga. Damn. I love it. Hmm. Oh, there you go. I got, yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, here's a question for you. So you've traveled all around the world. You were saying that, right? You've been traveling. Where is the craziest place you've ever, cause there's been, I've been talking to you for years and every time I talk to you, yeah. you're, 
I mean, I think you've been to China, you've been everywhere. Yeah. Where is the craziest yeah. place that you've ever had to go and facilitate training? Uh, the two that popped to my mind, uh, Colombia, hmm. uh, I was in Bogota and actually Mexico city. Wow. Wow. Those are the two places where I've actually been like, even with my people around me, all that. I'm like, I am not comfortable. If shit goes sideways. I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And China, I like my godson's in China. I have a lot of I have a lot of good friends in China, but I hate fucking China because I can't use the internet and I hate the the shit that goes on with it. Um, but I've never I never felt uh, in danger in China. Mexico City, fuck that. That's probably the top one, top one because there's no joke there. They'll snatch you in a fucking heartbeat. Marcus, we really need to work on you. I know this politically correctness you have. We really need you to let <laughs> your hair down. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. I love it. It's awesome, man. It's a breath of fresh air in this all, world. All I hear is people getting back to you guys like, listen, man, maybe you could pick a guy that doesn't have Tourette's. That'd be really great. No, Thanks. no, not at all, man. People will love it because it's real. It's raw. I feel like, yeah. So um, I, 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 uh, I loved Colombia personally, but it it was a yeah. danger. When when were you in Bogota? I'm just kind of wondering when that was. Uh, we're in 2020. I'd say three years ago. Oh wow! And still feeling dangerous back then. That's uh... Jace. I'll be honest with you. We were. I was at a at a Starbucks with my guys, and and one of the guys was a cop from Aruba, and he's like, "Do you see that?" I'm like, "Yep." And so there's these two Americans, a man and a woman, and they're having a coffee, completely fucking oblivious, and there's four guys two at a table beside us and they're handing a knife underneath. Yeah. And then the other two go outside and they're just waiting. And, you know, as a couple went by, we're like, Hey, maybe you guys should hang out with us for a little bit. And sadly, you know what? The guy in, you know, for whatever reason, like, no, I got this. I'm like, you don't got shit. Sure enough, man. They walked, they walked, uh, East. Two guys went around the building. These two guys followed them. And I don't know what happened, but it is no joke, man. That's, I yeah, I mean real. it's a downside of third world countries. I yeah. mean it's no doubt, yeah. especially with tourists. I mean they'll target oh. you if they see, if they think you're a soft yeah. target. Uh, and and white faces. And I mostly traveled in Latin America. That was mostly where where I did a lot of my teaching. And if you're a white face in Latin America, you better fucking not coming around acting the fucking role because you're out man, out gunned, outnumbered, out everything. Yeah, shut the fuck up and be humble. Yeah, they know the ground, man. And that's oh yeah, always, always, yeah. Well, let's talk. Great food, though. Holy shit. Oh, I, and I love food. the culture. I love Central yeah. and South oh, yeah. America, man. I loved, oh, yeah. I loved yeah. Colombia. It was my favorite yeah. country down in South Muñequitas. America. Muñequitas. Great so, coffee. Yeah. Brazil. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I didn't make it to Brazil. I actually but have I never heard. been to Brazil. It scares the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Funny. I haven't been there either. Let's talk about some accomplishments you've done, right? You've you've uh, you've done some things. So devastatingly handsome. Tell us, tell us, oh. tell us, <laughs> tell us, tell us probably three or four of your your big accomplishments, and then give us your biggest one. Like you know, like I have, I think I have some magazine with you in it or something like that, and you know, some right. other, yeah. you know, yeah. come on, tell yeah. us, tell everybody, give us the um, good stuff. Well, I mean, I've been fortunate that I uh, the magazine uh, race talking about is called Skillset Magazine. It's a uh, it's the ta- uh, hashtag or tagline is redefining the alpha uh, mentality and lifestyle. Um, and it's a great magazine for people who don't fit into a certain box. I'm not like, I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a knife guy. I'm not a club guy guy. I'm not a car guy. I'm not anything. I just kind of like a little bit of everything. Um, and so I've been fortunate to be in that magazine and a couple of their podcasts and they're good people, good magazine um, accomplishments, you know, 
being being like one of the few people in the world that have done certain things like when it comes to karate well i grew up in canada so i was one of the few i was one of the one that got their black belt first in my country or in that part of the country um the first to get the second degree black belt and i've been i've been the first at a couple of things um the one that i'm most proud of though is i'm the first guy in america to be certified to do adaptive krav maga which is specifically made for people who have some type of disability or challenge and that's probably my my biggest biggest happy like woohoo it's not i'm not going to compare it to getting the that budweiser or trident but but for me it is yeah it, but it, it, i'm it was, sorry it was massive yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and uh, I mean, I'm a guy that would need your services. I mean, I can't bend my arm. Uh, oh, I can't bend past Jason, 90 and I can't till extend. We get offline. I've been waiting for this moment since we talked on that IG live. Yeah, I I've want... been fucking waiting for God, the opportunity. So he's going to punch you in the face. Man. <laughs> he's going to fuck you up. Jason, buddy, I got so many solutions for situations. You, yeah, Fuck, I'm like a little kid. You just tell me when and we are good to go. And he'll take M Marcus, Marcus, like, I'm going to show you that I can hit harder than that 7.62 rounds, right? <laughs> no, 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 so, no. Now, Marcus, um, um, I'm going to jump in here real quick because you guys are just being silly. I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> Raise the serious one on the show. No, because there's <laughs> there was a video that you posted months yeah. ago, remember? And it really hit, hit home with me, yeah. right? We talk yeah. about you being the yeah. pioneer. Yeah. This is so fucking cool. Tell everybody what you did. And then that's going to lead us into our next thing after we take our, we take our break and everything, but okay. tell everybody the, what the video was and what you were doing. Okay. Cause I mean, I got teared up from it. Well, and, and you're not the only one. Every time I watch it on a regular basis to remind me of what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing on this planet. Um, so what Ray's talking about is uh, I did some, I did a thing at uh, in Missouri, there was a, Basically, it's an organization that assists people with living day-to-day -day lives who have a, a plethora of different challenges, whether they're mm -hmm. hearing impaired, visually impaired, uh, quadriplegic, or any any challenge. Um, so I was invited over to do a Krav Maga workshop with a room filled of every possible situation known to mankind. And it was the video as great as it was, it still barely touched, excuse me, the amazing awesomeness that happened with watching uh, a person with the only, their only ability is to use their arms and to watch them be able to know that if I went to stab them, that, you know, that, that at least they'd have a chance. Yeah. Now let's be honest. Somebody in a wheelchair against an able-bodied person with bad intentions is fucked. We know that this isn't about a real uh, killing anybody and getting back at them. This is about the fact that they get to feel like normal, whatever the fuck normal is, but they get to feel like, you know what? I can do the cool things like the cool kids can. And that's all that being adaptive in any fitness or martial arts or anything is about being like, you know what? You're not limited to that bullshit that they told you to. Let's find a solution so you can feel good about yourself. And it, it was probably the highlight. Um, you know what, Ray, you asked me wow. one of my accomplishments. I yep. apologize. Because that is by far the biggest accomplishment that I've done so far. Yeah. And I got another opportunity, fingers crossed, uh, later this year, thank you, COVID, uh, to work with the National Ability Center in Utah uh, to do something there. And anything that has to do with people with challenges, I am, I'm, you just tell me when and where and I'll be there. I love it. I love it. Uh, Marcus, I mean, 
I think that leads us right down that path because obviously there's a reason you're so passionate about this. And uh, um, I, I personally cannot relate, but a very good friend of mine's daughter, mm, yeah. uh, our, our daughters were only born a few months apart and his daughter was born with a rare degenerative, uh, uh, disease, um, uh, uh, similar to down syndrome. Yep. And, uh, and I have watched them, him and his wife raise her and with all the struggles and you, uh, you uh, can very much relate to this. And yep. that is what's led you down this road. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I, I would not have any kind of appreciation for this. And for all our listeners out there, I want to tell you something right now. Um, I have more respect for my I mean, I love my buddy because he's my buddy and I won't say too much about him uh, because I don't want to tip off anything about him. But uh, I, I think it's probably one of the hardest things to raise a child that has um, that has a disease like that and to watch them grow <laughs> up and the challenges you face. And I have so much respect for him. And for those of you that have healthy kids you better realize how blessed you yeah. are. Cause I know I realize yeah. it with my kids when I watch him and his wife. And uh, so I want to tee that off to you and let you talk okay. about that. Why you be obviously why you become so passionate about this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to warn everybody in advance. Uh, even after over 20 years of this, uh, I probably will start crying because it's a, uh, it's a, a scar that I don't think ever really heals. And, and Marcus, um, I really apologize. We're, we got to take one break. I was supposed to okay. go to break. They were telling me yep. I wasn't paying attention because I'm a moron. No worries. But um, I'm not going anywhere. we do need to take a uh, quick break. Just a shout out to our sponsors, obviously, so Please. we can pay our bills. And yep. uh, but thank yeah, you, so, sponsors. Yes, thank you, sponsors. Hey guys, this is Ray from the Overcome and Cocker Show, and we are proud to announce that Icon Meals is our mid-roll sponsor. Icon is an industry leader in cryovac meal technology. What does that mean, guys? You are going to get the freshest meals delivered to you next day service. Another key factor of why I love Icon meals is they have two menus, guys. They have the signature menu and the custom meal. So if you're like me and you need more protein or less carbs and you're on the go and fitness is your life, you can make a customizable meal. And or if you're just looking for the standard healthy meal choice, you can. So everything is organized for you. So ladies and gentlemen, Icon meals has taken all the work out of it all you have to do is put in what you want and they will provide what you need and it doesn't end there they also offer popcorn seasonings coffee cookies crisp bread and gift cards so guys check them out at www.iconmeals.com okay uh, marcus i apologize for interrupting you before the break but please uh uh you know you are so passionate about this because of yep. your own experiences Okay. Um, well, so 23 years ago, uh, my son Logan was born. Uh, and like all parents, uh, you know, you're, you're the, your, your baby's about to come out and you're like, woo. And my kid was already going to play lacrosse and wrestle and do kendo and had all these fucking plans. Um, and then we had some complications, uh, we were sent home because my ex-wife was, they dismissed her concerns who she'd already had a child previously. So, you know, that's neither here nor there. 
Um, but they dismissed it. So what we found out, long story short, is, is that when we were sent home, the umbilical cord was wrapped around Logan's throat. Um, so we went home and then we came back and then for whatever reasons, our pediatrician that we ended up, I think, I don't think he was our supposed to be our pediatrician. I think he was, uh, he got fucking thrust into it. Um, but a nurse came by and again was going to dismiss us. And then he came by for whatever reason and was like, wait a second. And then all I heard was get her to, uh, a room stat. And I've watched enough medical shows to know that stat is no fucking joke. Um, so he was, he came out early. He was still early. Um, seven pounds, 13 ounces early. God forbid he would have been a nine pound kid. I make jokes about it. Are you sure he's mine? But I know he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so he was what they call a floppy blue baby. So they had to breathe for him and stuff. And then he started waking, but the cord around the neck took away, uh, oxygen to his brain. Uh, so he developed uh, cerebral palsy. Uh, cerebral palsy is a disconnect from your brain and your body's ability. Now, with that, he got a couple other things. Uh, he developed what they call necrotizing enterocolitis, which is dead tissue of the bowel. Now, he almost died of that. I'm, he did die. He came back. Um, uh, you know, spinal taps and rectal biopsies and then the fight between the hospitals, between head and gut. Why is he having seizures? It's because of his gut. No, he's having seizures because of his head, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so his current situation is he's labeled, I can't remember the actual name, it's so fucking long, but he's cerebral palsy and a quadriplegic at once. Now, so what can he do? It's not about what he can't do, it's what he can do. What he can do is smile so bright that it turns the gray sky sunny, and he has a laugh that, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, he has a laugh that would make the uh, devil smile. And I've got situations where I've seen him turn evil, ugly people into happy people. Um, he, in theory, has the best life ever. When he wants to get his diaper changed, we know about it. When he wants to have food, we know it. When he wants to be hugged or left alone, we know it. Um, so on a basic level, he's got a really good life. Um, now, society-wise, oh, Jesus, you know, it's not really much of a life. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. All I do know is that when Ray's daughter comes up and hugs him and says, I love you, that's where I kind of, for a minute, I know this isn't Ray. Ray will never take it for granted. But that's where I grab most parents. I'm like, listen, I will mm. never hear in my lifetime, I love you, dad. I'll never hear that. I'll never hear anything. So take that shit and fucking embrace it. Much like Jay said earlier, embrace it and hug your kids and be just thankful. Yes, they're little shits. And yes, you want to fucking throttle them. But you get a hug from them. You get you get a kiss from them. Um, there's a lot of things. You mentioned your friend who has a degenerative disease um, or even Down syndrome. You know, when you talk to a bunch of people who have special needs kids, you know, you start to sit there and be like, so what does your kid do? And And I've seen, you know, I know I've been surrounded by kids with Downs. And if there's ever a situation where I could sit there and, and get a hug like a kid from, with Downs will give you a hug. There's no lying with the kids with Down syndrome. So it's really society that sits there and, and makes people feel shitty about having kids with special needs. I'm not talking about the medical bills and all that. I'm not talking about that stuff and the emotional stuff from that. But the only difference between a kid with special needs and a kid that doesn't have special needs is we're, we're dwelling on what they can't do instead of dwelling on what they can do. 
Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, like, for example, I, and I'm Ray, I'm going to use your daughter. She's such a talented gymnast. I don't care if she can't do something. I watch her do some badass shit, and that's the stuff I'm going to celebrate. Yeah. You know? And and if, if Logan has taught me anything, which it's true, Jay, if, I, if it wasn't for Logan, I wouldn't have gone down this path. Um, I don't care about what human beings can't do. I want to know what they can do. Mm. And that's the only thing that matters to me and the only thing that will ever matter to me. People with handicaps or challenges or whatever, I mean, we can't be so fucking politically correct. They know what they, they, they know their situation. We don't need to coddle them. They, they shit, bleed, cry, just like you and I do. No difference. Yeah. So let's sit there and do whatever we can to make their lives not comfortable. Let's make their lives as enjoyable as possible. Yeah. And whatever that means. And I don't give a shit what it takes. Whatever it takes. Make it happen. Mm. And make it happen now. And it starts with, like, this conversation. This conversation will make the difference. Somebody will listen in and be like, oh, shit. The person that's hearing impaired, instead of being a douchebag, look at them when they talk. If you can't sign, look at them and let them read your lips. Be mindful of their, their condition and then treat them the same as anybody else. Yeah. So anyways, that, yeah. thank you for my TED Talk. I don't know, no. man. We're, we're, I, right now in this country, I think, there's a lot of people, I mean, if you take that onto a much larger level, there's a lot of people who <laughs> need that lesson on many different levels, man, to look at somebody as a human being and not anything yeah. else related to them. Yeah. Uh, it, it breaks my heart. Uh, I don't know, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably speaking out of turn because <coughs> this episode may post, you know, a little longer, you know, but right now when we're recording it, there's a lot of division in the world and oh, it, it's hard Jeez. for me to watch. Um, it's, it's, I'm not cutting you off, but you know what? At the end of the day, Jay, you took a shit this morning. I'm sure. So did Ray. And then, you know what? You've bled in real life. We know that you have, and you have cried. Ray's cried. I've cried. There's no fucking difference between the three of us and or anybody else on this planet. You're not special. You're a fucking human being. Love your fellow human being. For your faults or your good things. It's not fucking rocket science. I love it. It's so true, man. And I've been all over the world, man. I've met people from literally the poorest areas of the world to I have met some of the richest people in the world. And at the end of the day, human beings are human beings, man. They want the same thing. Uh, They want love and they want some respect and they want to raise a good family and they want some shelter and they want peace. Yeah. Happiness yeah. to be able to laugh, Happiness. you know. Yeah, no, I got it, man. Straight Jeez. up. So, dude, you were a, you were an enlightened cat, man. You know, I, and it's funny because what a lot of people don't know is, uh, I, I consider Marcus a friend, but every now and oh, then, yeah, I'm your friend. God damn it, don't, don't, don't get don't get don't get angry. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just trying to talk <laughs> to you. Don't piss me off. But he you should pit, you should kick his ass. We for we, trying to insinuate, <laughs> but we send each other like little video clips all the time, just like, hey, man, you're doing a great job. I love you. I think you're doing great. And I just think that's more what the world needs. You know, I'll, I'll like have Amen. a shitty day and then all of a sudden Marcus will be like, hey, bro, like he'll leave me a message. Hey, bro, you seem like you're off. What the fuck's up? Because I'll come over there and punch you in the face. And it makes me feel so good that, you know, that you recognize that and, you know, you know me and I know you and same thing. Like I'll reach out to you and just say, hey, man, hope you're having a great day. I'm thinking about, you, you know, it's something Bedros talks about. Make sure you're always telling people that you appreciate them and you want them in your life. And I think more than now, more now so than ever, I think the world just, you know, and believe me, I'm all about violence of action if I got to do it. But I think we need oh, yeah. a little bit more of that right now. It's funny because some of the most violent people I know on the planet 
are some of the most mild mannered, calm people because they've learned how to control that, that animal, that discipline. So, you know, yeah. we keep, we keep it, we keep it calm until we have to. And I love that. Um, well, just it's not, amazing. It's not yeah. that hard to be violent. No, it's not. It's, no, it's hard to control. We figured that out. I mean, I've seen it. Right. Yeah. How, how hard is it to punch somebody in the throat? Not fucking hard. Yeah. How hard is it to hug them and tell them that you care about them? Yeah. Obviously, obviously that action is, is really difficult for people, which is fucking ridiculous. It should be harder to punch somebody in the throat. Yeah. No, kidding. I love it. So let me ask you something. I, I, Cause you, you've just, go ahead. No, you go first. I, I was just going to say, uh, cause I know where you were going, but I wanted, before we went there, I wanted to ask uh, Marcus, I mean, you're so passionate about, obviously, with Logan and about special needs and just, you know, yeah. recognizing people as people and trying to give back. Are there any organizations that you support or, or awareness that you're trying to put out there through this that maybe other people could learn from and, and learn? Well, I think the one and the only reason that I make a big deal about it is because uh, uh, Jack Carr, you know, the awesome writer, yeah. uh, he really turned me on to the National Ability Center. Um, and so I think that that's going to be the starting point uh, because their, their, their vision and the way that they do things is, is enough for now. Um, but no, I'm not really a part of anything because if I, if I just go with these people, usually it pisses off somebody else. I'm so tired of everybody competing for bullshit. I'm just going to be like, listen, it's fucking deal with it and let's everybody work together. And if you can't work together, then fuck off. I got no time for you. So I'm starting with the National Ability Center, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Amen. I like it. Okay. Amen. Awesome. So uh, just fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck you. That's what we talk about, right? The mindset. I love it. You know, you got to do you and, 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 and choose your own path, and I love that. Now, like I said, you're a super enlightened cat. What three pieces of advice would you give parents nowadays? Because, you know, I love how you said, you know, hey, parents that have kids that are you know, that are completely healthy. You, you know, we do, we take things for granted. So yeah. what, what advice would you give parents? Hell, parents that have healthy kids and then yeah. maybe parents that have kids that have special needs. What, I mean, cause I think you should be an ambassador for this. I really do. So what would you, what advice would you uh, give? I, I, I can, I'm not going to give three cause I'm only going to give one. And I think it's, you'll uh, understand that, why. Roger that. Have compassion and forgiveness for who you were in the past because we've all made mistakes as parents. We've made mistakes. We've done some shitty things where you're like, fuck, I wish I had never done that. And you have to remember who you were back then. is not the person you are to now. So be have compassion for that previous behavior. And if it was bad, don't do it again. Forgive yourself for not knowing everything about how to be a parent, because you know what? There was no fucking book. Your parents didn't know how the fuck to do it. Neither did their parents. Nobody knows how to parent. And fuck Dr. Spock and all the other piece of shit people on the planet that are telling you how to do it because your kid is unique to you. And they're going to have their own dynamics. So empower your children. Educate your children. I still believe in slamming the basketball down and letting them know that they didn't earn that fucking basket. But on the same token... If they're doing free throws and they're sucking, then be like, look, let's just try one more time and find a way to make your child the best version of them. And while you're doing it by actions, you become the best person that you are so that they're not listening and hearing the fucking Snoopy thing, you know, 
but they're actually like, wow, my mom or dad is working out. My mom or dad is going to school. My mom or dad is doing the things that they tell me to do, not just fucking talking out their ass. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh God, I love it. I, I, dro- drop the mic. But I know, man. Yeah. I don't even know. We should just we should just shut it off yeah, right now. Ryan, just stop just the show. Close it. Boom. <laughs> so, ser- seriously though, I I mean I I do think that that's an amazing note to wrap things up on, Marcus. I mean. You know, you've done all these incredible things. And, you know, I think a lot of people, I see that within the SEAL community. Uh, let me rephrase that. I see that with people's perspective of individuals within the SEAL community. They think, oh, you're just this badass. But, dude, some of the fiercest warriors I know are some of the most humble uh, and, and caring and loving individuals. You know, they, I think, you know, you, you get out there and you see the violent parts of the world and you go through some hard things in your life, like, like what you've gone through with Logan. And it just gives you a great respect for the world that's out there. And we understand those of us that have been in the violent parts of the world know, unfortunately, man is flawed. There will always be violence. It will never go away. Uh, you know, the peaceful utopia that some people wish for out there, you know, this equality you think, it, it ain't, it ain't going to happen. There's all, unfortunately, you know, as long as one person can take something from someone else, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. So I, and I just, guys, and we live in the best country in the world. We do. The very mm-hmm. best country in the world. Yep. Yeah. Fucking appreciate it. Uh, they, Amen. They need to get out. They need to get some more perspective, but you have done so you've got an amazing insight. I just appreciate what you're talking about. Let's, let's take it full circle. Swim buddy. I mean, so not only have you been a swim buddy uh, as an instructor in Krav Maga, teaching people how to be uh, amazing, both both self-confidence and self-esteem and obviously how to defend themselves. But I love the fact that you are a swim buddy to Logan. Yeah. Like when I thought about you talking about that, I was like, dude, you're his swim buddy. Like you're, you know. uh, I'll be honest with you, Jay. If you want to know the truth. I'm not his swim buddy. He's mine. He's kept me alive a lot longer than I've kept him alive. Wow. He's my swim buddy. I I look to him for my keeping going in this, uh, in this world. True story. That's awesome. I do that, that. That's it. So, okay. Let me just, cause I got, I, I got to plug you and I just, it's so hard to do after how inspirational that was, but Marcus, where can people find you? How can people train with you? Um, give us your social media platforms where people can reach out to you. Right. Um, I'm on Facebook. Too. There's two pages with my name on it. Marcus Sorsen. Instagram is probably the platform like you guys. It seems to be the most yeah. uh, able to get to. It's my name. Um, if you're in the Phoenix, Arizona area, I'm teaching at a place called Range Time. It's Range Time 2020 uh, on Instagram. And I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but uh, in the very near future, I'll be in a book with a certain guy named Clint Emerson. He's got a new book coming out, so there's nice. a song you might see me in that. Hmm. I didn't get my so, fucking invite. <laughs> yeah, but that's, Ray, if I told you what I had to do to get in that book, believe me, even you'd be like, oh, I don't know. No, no, that's not true. I you mean, had, we're talking you about know, Ray. I mean, come on. If you knew what come I had on. to do to be on this podcast, buddy, you, you, <laughs> you'd, uh, yeah. Oh, Good wow. stuff. That was a great night. Yeah. <laughs> Jason was gentle. So was Ryan. <laughs> so, well, those are the platforms. Uh, well, Marcus, I love it, man. And, uh, 
Yeah, I think, dude, like you crushed it at the end. I mean, yes. I don't. We we covered everything. I'm not yeah, gonna powerful, like, powerful. And I love that you have. You're you're not one dimensional. You're not just a fighter. You're also a dad, and you're also, you know, you said it. You hit it. He is, you know, swim buddy. You, you hit it with that. Like he's keeping you alive. I love it, man. So. Thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast. It has been truly Guys. amazing. I have been wanting this for, for way yeah. too long, and it was and it was long overdue. And you did exactly what I thought you were gonna, you know, crush it out of the park. So we're so yeah. proud and honored to have you on the podcast. Um, it's me that's thankful to you yeah. guys. You don't, Ray. You know I got mad respect for you, and if you don't know, I, you do now. And Jason, your impact on me is more than I'm going to put into words because it'll sound like I'm sucking your ass. I'm not. You're fucking, you two are great, great men, great fathers, great husbands because of your faults. And I love you both dearly. I love Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh. All right. Well, we're going to wrap. <laughs> it's so hard to fucking wrap we're up. We're going to wrap you. up. Uh, so uh, this has been another amazing episode of the Overcoming Conquer Show. Marcus, honored to have you on, brother. Yeah. I look forward to uh, learning from you. Yeah. I'm a, we're going to talk about that afterwards. Yes. Uh, and and I can't wait to at some point get out to Arizona and actually train with you for real. But I love uh, your ideas. Yeah, I can't wait to get punched in the face. Really and, fucking uh, hard. <laughs> really fucking hard. But this has been another episode of the Overcoming Conquer Show. Go follow Marcus Torgerson. He is an amazing individual, not only a fighter, but an amazing human being. I am Jason Overcome Redmond. And I'm Ray Cashcare. And we are out. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer Show. Tune in next time. And please remember to subscribe on iTunes. Please visit overcomeandconquer.com.